Hello, this show contains mature content. Viewer discretion advised. Hello, and welcome to Keeping Up with Pantheons. Ah, uh, a mythological podcast where we piss off a bunch of these the hell so you don't have to. I'm Alex Hamilton. And I just woke up from a nap. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There was a very sweaty baby. There was a very sweaty baby, and he was on top of me, and it's kind of <laughs> those things that babies do where if they're like, it's a trap... They'll fall asleep, and if you move, it's the end of the fucking world, so you just kind of have to surrender. Yes, that's yeah. true story. Yeah. <laughs> so I got my half-drink monster that I chugged before falling asleep. Now I'm going to chug the rest before the, uh, the okay. beginning of the episode. Please, please don't make the slip. God. I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> please. Who do you think I I think you're Tyler. <laughs> God damn it, Tyler. <laughs> Okay, it's episode 155, and we are doing a second part to Death Rituals. Hell yeah. So I need to uh, first put out an apology to Dal. She wanted to hear about a very specific group, but I had no luck finding said group online. Well, maybe uh, Dal, (laughs) Alex, Dal can do the research, so... (laughs) So I was just trying to say, sorry about that. Uh, So we're going to talk about other things. Yes, Uh, other groups. Uh, So for our first group today, I would actually like to look at a group that is a practice that is still being done to this day. Okay. And this is out of uh, Tibet. It's called Sky Ritual, or Sky Burial, rather. Sorry. Do you shoot them up in the cannon? That'd be awesome. You know, (laughs) actually dying in space is like my one way to go. Top one way to go. That would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, wouldn't it be so nice? But I think you'll enjoy this one. So uh, in this practice of the sky burial, they, after like the funeral and all that shit, Mm -hmm. they take your body and they chop you in the pieces and then you, they scatter you to be eaten by birds. That's number three. How <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. Yeah. I get it. Sky burial. Yeah, because the birds eat you. <laughs> yeah, and then they go away, and then they poop you off in distant lands. Yeah, because it's it's seen to be you know karmically good to feed the animals. I also think it's karmically good to be chopped up in little cube-sized pieces and then fed to birds. Yeah, now, as I read up on the sky burials, there was another part to the, uh, when somebody dies in Tibet, it was really, I thought it was really cool, a llama, so kind of a, basically a type of priest, not the animal. Oh, I was like, (laughs) I know what a fucking llama is, Alex. This isn't a nature podcast. (laughs) I don't know shit about animals, but I do know what a llama looks like, at least. Yeah, not not one of those. This is one of the... Dudes in orange robes and shit. Uh, So, they read from something that translates as the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Okay. And part of this whole belief is so that the spirit, uh, they they read from this book to help guide the soul through its journey to the afterlife and eventual reincarnation. There's a 49-day like oh okay uh i thought it was gonna be like a 49 thing. step plan it's kind of like you're doing um yoga one day cardio the next no no deep it... breathing and internalized monologues <laughs> <laughs> so 
So they read from uh, these very specific passages. Is this from, for everybody that uh, dies? Uh, followers of this style of Buddhism. Well, what if somebody dies within that 49 days? Does that mean you have to, like... Could you be doing, like, hypothetically, like, three or four at the same time? Oh, that would be I, really annoying. Yeah, that would be really hard. Also very time-consuming. What if I, there's I'm, a plague? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> sky burials for everyone at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. sure. Uh, so they... And if you... But they really stress that you have to read everything very clearly and and very, like, eloquently. Oh, or no, Because if, if you mess it up, you might accidentally mess up the soul's journey <laughs> yeah and you're just gonna send him straight to hell it's like uh, that is a possibility yes ah <laughs> uh, see they said then but they meant to said them foxy <laughs> them and now you're uh, you're gone you're... yeah you just you <laughs> just got reborn as a demon <laughs> oops <laughs> oh no and demons live a really long time so it's like oh man this is gonna take a while <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, and so you have your first phase kind of when you die, and you have to accept the fact that you have actually died. And then there's a the second stage where you're kind of walking through this illusionary afterlife-looking landscape. Is it like stalls and stuff, but everyone's smiling at you the exact same way? Uh, it really depends. Oh. It really depends. It's your uh, own personal weird... I, I I think there's like ghost and or de demonic looking things that might make you uh, like steer off the path and that you're oh. supposed to go on and then you hit that 49th day and you're supposed to be reborn at that point. Okay. So, I... I just thought that was... I actually, I really think that's fucking cool. But what if the llama has a speech impediment? Oh, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, now, I have heard in the past, because this isn't my first time coming across the, uh, the Book of the Dead, part of one of the reasons that they started using this was uh, not just to help the soul, but it was also to make sure that necromancers could not interfere with the uh, the spirit's journey and fuck things up for him, apparently. That's kind of middle. Yeah, it's like, wait, you guys were having such a bad time with necromancers that you built an entire religious text to basically, like, no, necromancers, go away. What you don't understand is necromancers are just trying to be helpful because they're just really late healers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes, so, I will use a quote I've seen online. Fight me. <laughs> so moving on from uh, Tibet, we actually now go to the uh, second one I found that I thought was just awesome. It was called. It's uh, this is in Madis uh, Madagascar. They have an interesting rite called the Famada Hina okay. Hana. Or Dancing with the Dead. Dance with the Dead. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how I imagine that. Uh, so every few years, they visit the burial site of the dead and they give them new burial wrappings uh, okay. in a tradition called Turning of the Bones. Then they do a dance to help uh, the spirit pass on into the after uh, afterlife. Okay. So I just... Uh, this actually is apparently helps with the decaying process of the body and actually helps the body 
return faster to the Earth. Oh. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I thought that was, was like, but oh. But it's not a ghost rave? <laughs> I'm sure it is. So oh, hell yeah. It can be both. It can be both. Fuck yeah. We don't know what, how much alcohol is involved in this or any other drugs. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's great. Uh, moving on from this one, uh, we actually go Hold to... Hold on, sorry. I gotta get Raven in here. <laughs> Our co-host is whining into the microphone. <laughs> Raven, get your shit, put it together. Thank you. Uh, we And then in uh, South Korea... They practice cremation, which is, you know, fairly standard (laughs) around the world, but they take it up a notch. They take the ash from the bodies and they turn them into beads. (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're here. (laughs) Yeah. So they turn them into uh, beads that they didn't display in their home, either in a large vase, depending on how many they have, or they have like- Like how many dead family members they have? Yes. Oh. Or they have like this fucking uh, kind of open plate bowl type thing. It's very, it's very pretty. Wow, you know it'd be really fucked up if someone was like, "Hey, I like your bracelets," and I'm like, "Thanks, it's my grandma." <laughs> hey, they did that in fruit basket. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. Um, funnily enough, I had a dream like a few days ago where I was at a funeral and um, I literally was like holding my tongue because I wanted to say so bad that the person in the urn is not completely the person in the urn because there is no way to clean the oven so much that there is not remnants of another human being in there. And I was literally sitting there like gripping my seat like, Tyler, your special interests don't need to happen now. Uh, So, yeah. So, and they come in all sorts of Colors, everything from literally the spectrum, uh, from pink to black, as far as the color of these beads. And it's like, what color do you want your father to be? And it's like, brown. (laughs) Poop brown. (laughs) Hate that fucker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but they're very aesthetically pleasing. That actually sounds really cool, and I'm going to look up some pictures. Yeah, I I actually did. Earlier today, I was looking at pictures and showed them to Alia. (laughs) And you didn't show them to me. Well, do you wanted to keep it a surprise. I get it. Don't say anything else. Okay, you weren't around. <laughs> what did I say, Alex? I didn't agree to your terms. <laughs> so, as we've looked through these all these different rituals and traditions, well, the apparent thing is we are obsessed with death as a species. Actually, from what we can even see, even other human, humanoids, uh, even conducted burial services. You mean like, uh... Like Neanderthal. Thank you. They found them, uh, children buried with flowers. Oh. Stuff like that. Thanks, Alex, for making me sad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it just shows that this isn't... It's... It's something that is deeply ingrained in us. We we are we are some we are very obsessed with death, and we always have been, and probably always will be, always at always looking for well, what comes next, what happens, and people create 
stories and myth, uh, myths based on this to bring comfort or to, uh, you know, bring some type of closure. If it's like, well, I know that guy was a bastard, so he's obviously in hell. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so there's, I, I just find it completely fascinating. This is one of, it's one of the big life obsessions for most people, especially as uh, people get older and get closer to their inevitable end. Yeah. I so, love my grandma, but sometimes when I talk to her, she's like, it's been my time to go. And I'm like, girl, I said the same thing, but that's because I'm sad. <laughs> oh, you're sad too, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, I... And then that makes me sad. <laughs> that's that's fair. It's... And then we're both sad. <laughs> See, and... In a very weird way, so part of my own personal belief system, I kind of worship death as a party. Uh, I get no, it. <laughs> no, as a, a as a uh, end of suffering. <laughs> Valid. Uh, which I I see as a very comforting thought. That is how I've I guess my brain has decided to interpret death. Which yeah. is, it's like, and so that a person's goal in these situations, like a funeral, even though I'm not, don't really like funerals, I think they're kind of not, don't do much, they don't do much for me personally. Listen, but I said the same thing, and every single time I get, um, it's not for you, it's yes. for the people who are grieving, so right. Alex, don't be self-centered. Exactly, well, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. It's about bringing comfort to the living. Yeah. Is... Is all I'm saying, which uh, is part of my belief system, is you should give comfort to the living. Uh, there's a book that I've been planning on writing for years, which is about dead ghost children planning on fighting God for their misery in life. <laughs> I love it. And it's just like, I'm sad, and it's all your fault. <laughs> and then God is like, get the fuck away, you street kids. And it's like, yeah, that's basically it. <laughs> That might interpret several things about my own childhood, but that's beside the point. Unless that's the whole point. Uh, do you have I'm any... not saying that both main characters are just split parts of my trauma. I'm just saying get fucked. That, that sounds like a wonderful thought. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening. I know that kind of turned serious uh, there for a second, but I've yeah. never been serious in my life. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Physically incapable. That's that's fair. Tell them where you, they can listen to us. You can listen to us on Spotify, I think is the best place. Uh, Apple Podcasts or any wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also reach us at our Twitter and Instagram, Cute Podcast, our Facebook group, Keeping Up with Pantheons. You can reach us at our email at keepingpantheons at gmail.com. And remember, gods, gods are dicks. dicks. And again, I really want to write that book, but I've only gotten like six chapters, and they're not even like coherent chapters. It's literally chapter 1, 12, 37, you know, stuff like that. That's how my brain works. Yeah, it's a start, though. <laughs>